Hey, I'm Callie Pierce, a multi-passionate creative entrepreneur, coach, RTT hypnotherapist, and healer from way back before it was cool. It's my mission here to help share what I've learned on my own journey to inspire, entertain you, and help you to focus to create authentically, monetize your work strategically, and find your flow because this world needs more of what you have to offer. Are you ready? Good. Let's go to the show. Good morning, happy people. I hope you're happy people. I know it can be so challenging with all the things that are going on around us and things that are going on within us and all of these challenges that we face wanting to get better and better, but sometimes feeling like garbage. I know myself, I just recently found out that there were like some solar flares happening yesterday, which may have been the cause of me having kind of like a migraine feeling. It's interesting because I take really good care of my health and I'm just having coffee with you this morning as we start, just so you're aware, just so you're aware this is like not how I normally start a podcast, but I just feel like having coffee because I haven't had coffee yet. I just was really inspired to come on. I want to talk to you today about the dichotomy of who we think we are to be one way and when we embrace and find our true calling, how it can turn things around and be completely different than what life had looked like up until a certain point. And I think these solar storms have something to do with it. But hold on a second. I want a sip of my coffee. Okay, so if you're a creative person and you've been struggling with a ton of doubt and fear, like I'm never going to make it, I'm too old to start this stuff, like who am I? I see all these uh, prodigies that are young and these people that have been doing it for years, I'm no good, and you have all this kind of thinking, stinking thinking that's just getting you down in the dumps and making you not want to do your thing. I've got news for you, and it's good news. There are so many stories of people who have completely shifted gears from careers or a travel of a path of travel that looked one way and then they discovered that something was totally different. And the first example I'm going to give you is Bob Ross. Bob Ross and the joy of painting, his happy little trees. If you look up the history of Bob Ross, he's such a cool guy. I love him and his little squirrel. We recently stayed in an Airbnb in St. Augustine and they had the Bob Ross channel. And that's all that was on the TV when we were home. Like we just had it playing softly in the background as we played Scrabble in the evenings and as breakfast was getting ready, whatever we were doing, we just always had, I'm like, put Bob on. Like, we got to have Bob, you know, because he's so soothing. You hear his voice and he's like, just like that. And we'd get done with like our activities from vacation and we'd have him playing. Like, I would stay up until two o'clock in the morning on vacation, just watching Bob paint. Now, mind you, this was, I guess it was further ago than it, it seems. It was back in August, but It made such an impression on me and it got me really to thinking and I started looking up what Bob's life was like. And he wasn't always this soft-spoken, mellow lover of nature and just, you know, everything is good and, oh, let's put some happy trees in here. No. In fact, the first 
20 years after he turned 18, he had enlisted in the military and worked his way up to master sergeant, where he was the one who was commanding the guys to clean the latrines and da 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 da, like, you know, making that. I wasn't in the military, so I couldn't even make stuff up, guys. I, I'm just, it's before coffee, obviously. I can't figure this stuff out. But he was like the drill sergeant, just telling people what to do, toughening them up for battle. And making them come into compliance to be, um, you know, he was a leader. He was leading these young men so that they would be good military members. And so the dichotomy of what he was versus when he started taking some painting classes and he learned this new side of him, this softer side that emerged out when he really started learning to paint and he he found that he had a knack for it and it was it was lovely and he it was soothing to him and it was all he wanted to do. So he got out of the military and he decided to start painting the bottoms of pots. Like the inside of pots he painted with gold and he sold them for $20 a piece. And he did that for a little while and then his career kind of took off from there. He started painting some canvases. He learned the oil on oil, wet technique, which is what he teaches in The Joy of Painting. And he became a a legacy. I mean, he is world-renowned, the joy of painting, Bob Ross. I mean, his giant afro, he's just so chill. And if you look into the story, it's kind of sad, like what his family did after his death, like the, the corporation that he had formed with his partnership. So I don't necessarily think we should all go out and support the product line, but... Uh, He's awesome. He's amazing. So when we look at where we are in our life today, like what we're doing day in and day out, maybe you've got a daily grind that you go to because you need to put food on the table, or maybe you're trying to make a a, a consumer-driven career work. You're not necessarily creating for the pure joy of creation. You're creating things that people want when your heart wants to do things like paint the oil on oils. You want to do things that make your heart happy, to reconcile that and understand and know that there's no time frame on when success is going to hit. There's no like deadline that you're going to drop dead if this doesn't work out. Taking those restraints and that barrier off of, well, I haven't made it yet, so I'm never going to make it. That is a false belief, that is a lie that your brain is telling you to keep you safe and keep you playing small, to make you give up and just, I guess, suck it up and enjoy your corporate droning or whatever it is that you're doing. Understanding and knowing that you don't have to you know, get super comfortable not doing the things that make your heart happy, but that you can live in that side-by-side sort of this is acceptable, this is my means to an end, like this is what I'm doing to get by, but I also have within me the capacity to have to paint for the joy of painting. I'm going to give you a couple more examples of people who kind of were late bloomers in their life who didn't find their stride of massive success until later on in life. And I know there's a lot of little posts that you can see on social media, but sometimes on this type of form of hearing it said to you, you'll understand the magnitude of what it means to be successful in your late 30s, early 40s. 
And you're going to recognize some of these people. And if you're a younger person, you can look up these people and ask your parents, ask your grandparents about them, and they'll go, oh, I know them. So Stan Lee, his comics and um, Marvel Adventures are still today raking in billions of dollars. And he didn't get started on his successful journey, like he didn't make it until he was 39 years old. Now that's crazy, right? 39, when you're like in college or you're a 20 year old kid and you look at somebody who's 39, they seem ancient to you. But he just got started in his journey there and he is massively successful. He's now deceased. He recently passed away within the last couple of years, but he was such an an icon for comics and just such a legend for making these characters and creating these wonderful things that I enjoyed as a kid and all throughout my adulthood. Samuel L. Jackson didn't get his big break in acting until he was 43 years old. Now, check out the big brain on Brad. You can't handle the truth. I couldn't even imitate him in a quality fashion if I tried, obviously, still pre-coffee. But I know that Samuel L. Jackson has been in over 108 movies since then. He has been cast as the villain. He's been cast as the victor. He's been in the hero's journey. He can play a variety of roles and he does it so outstandingly well that people know Samuel L. Jackson when you say his name. He is a fantastic actor and he started when he was, well, he didn't start, but he got his big break when he was 43. Henry Ford, the inventor of the modern day car, the one who said, if you think you can, you can. If you think you can't, you can't. He had a fantastic mindset. And he said, also said, if you ask the people what they want, they'll tell you faster horses. But he knew that you couldn't make a horse faster. So he invented the modern day car. He invented the Ford. He didn't get that car invented successfully until age 45. So at age 45, Henry Ford realized his dream and had those cars being produced. And he was also really a pioneer of making manufacturing a success as well. He wasn't just creating these tinkering in his backyard with a couple of buddies. He made these into a industry that is still thriving today and and ever evolving with the clean cars and and hybrids and those sorts of things. And the last example I'm going to provide you with as proof, because it's not acting, it's not comics, it's not uh, vehicles or industry, but it is something that we all can love and appreciate when we're having a bad day or a bad week or even a bad year. You can sort of shrug it off and laugh your ass off. Rodney Dangerfield. Rodney Dangerfield (laughs) is the king of comedy when it comes to things like, take my wife, please. (laughs) He is so just puts it right on the chin and he's just really funny and he has an unmistakable voice, an unmistakable face and a fantastic delivery. He just was so creative and so charming and just really funny. I just think about some of the times in my life when I'd seen him show up on The Tonight Show, um, 
with Ed Sullivan, mind you, and just different times when I'd hear him on the radio and he just always made me laugh. And so he got his true break and like his comedy career took off when he was aged 46. So for those of you who might be struggling, trying to make it in Hollywood, thinking that you have to be a you know, beauty queen, young actress at age of 20, no later than 21, and heaven forbid, or you're pouring vitamin E oil over your face and, you know, avoiding the sun like the plague, that's not true. All you have to do is have an unwavering belief that you will succeed. Success is inevitable. It's unavoidable. It is for you. You don't have to know when. You just have to know that it's going to happen. I want to encourage you with some steps to achieve this success. And I want to give you an, a mantra. If you have kind of let your dreams slide and let this you know, idea of becoming successful in your desired area slide. If you've just said, you know what, I give up. I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to put my pencils away. I'm going to stop taking acting classes. I'm going to quit doing it. I'm just done. I want you to think about starting where you are, taking the first step and deciding what action you can take today that's going to move you one step closer to your goal or to your dream that's going to make that possibility come back into your vision, come back into, even if you have to use binoculars to see it, it might be way out there, but you can see it if you turn and attune your body into that direction. And you say, how am I going to take that first step? Is it taking the things out of the drawer that you put them away? Is it signing up for an improv class? Is it talking to some people and saying, hey, I'd really like to you know, paint some pots and sell them at the farmer's market so that I can start talking to some people about my work? Is it getting some materials? What is that first step? And maybe the first step is just setting your mind right to say, you know what, I'm going, I'm taking the first step. I'm not giving up on my dream. It's not too late for me. I am always at the perfect time and success is inevitable. That is going to be a huge pivot for you in order to say, I'm going to make this happen. Next is you can determine what resources are available to you that might be free. Maybe you've got um, partnerships that you can form, alliances with people who, like you, are in those stages of figuring it out and you can set up a, a meeting, uh, go on meetup and meet other people who have common interests with you and motivate each other, find accountability partners, or you can hire a coach like me who can help you figure out what your goals are and maybe determine what thoughts are getting in your own way. Next, I want you to let go of your need for having it perfect. That might have been a barrier that kept you from achieving what you wanted in the times that you've tried before. So you might have um, 
told yourself that it didn't look right or this didn't feel right or this wasn't happening at the right timing or the right people weren't around. This just didn't, it wasn't perfect. It wasn't to your standards. It didn't look like everybody else's. I'm different and that's not okay. Let go of all of that and embrace the uniqueness of who you are, where you are, what you're doing and how you're doing it. Because when you try to put things in a box, like cram them into how it should look and it's supposed to be this way, and if it doesn't happen this way, then it's never gonna happen, then you're stifling the process. Just like you would stifle your artistic creative flow, you're gonna stifle the process of getting to success. I'm certain that along the journey of Bob Ross and Stan Lee and Samuel Jackson, Henry Ford, Rodney Dangerfield, they all had things happen to them that were totally unexpected that surprised them along the journey. Maybe someone helped them out. Maybe someone closed the door on them and had them go in a different direction entirely. And so being surprised and allowing things to happen the way that they do and not needing it to be perfect, not needing your way to look like everyone else's who's doing it, doing a thing that's similar to yours is going to be sort of the thing that actually unlocks your success and doesn't keep you from it, if that makes sense. And lastly, today, since I want to keep these more brief and not keep get you overwhelmed, is I want you not to overwhelm yourself with information overload. So when I was first starting my business years ago, I was like a, cons- a consumer of information and I was I would sit there and like all day long, I would go on trainings and then in the evenings I would watch the free webinars and and then I would have paid coaching and I would do group coaching and I would have all this stuff and I would get all this information and I would research apps and I would research software and I would research how to do this and I would just get so bogged down. I literally have like four different notebooks with ideas And in between those ideas is crammed the how, right? Like how to do this, how to implement that, how to do this, how to make this work for you, this strategy, this, and all these ideas from all these different people. And it's important for me to share with you that all that did was stunt the process. It didn't stunt my growth but it did in a way. So it stunted my then growth, even though now it's serving me because I'm at a point where I realize that it doesn't matter if I'm just hiding behind information or allowing all of that stuff to, um, the information just to kind of act as a barricade or a stopping point for me to do the work. I should have just been out there trying things and failing, right? You know, I'm a big fan of Michael Jordan. He took more shots than everybody else. He missed more shots, but he made more shots. And so I should have been trying and failing when I was just trying to do it perfectly and I was overwhelming myself with information in order to do so. So trusting in the process, trusting in taking that first step, pointing yourself and aligning yourself up with the right direction, knowing that your success is inevitable, and finding those resources in order to move forward is going to be key. And again, the overarching theme here 
is just to enjoy the process. Enjoy it as it unfolds and life will unfold for you. Things will open up to you and for you. You'll open those doors. People will recognize you as oh my gosh, you know, this person's really serious. They're going to make this happen. How can I help them along the way? And what is going to happen is going to be amazing. So I'm going to get to my coffee now. I think it's getting a little cold. So we're going to go have a warm up and I'm going to leave you with this. And I just hope and trust that this is going to find you exactly where you are because you, my friend, are going to start where you are. And if you're on the journey and you're keeping going, please let me know. Maybe leave me a review. Let me know how you've been inspired and what you're working on now. I'd love to give you some shout outs, some credits. And if you feel a little bit more shy and you just want to send me an email about it, you can email me at info at quantumhighways.com. And until next time, take care. Take care.